The Dons go fifth. They beat the Crows at the Marvel Stadium. Uh, 17-13, to 15-7-97. Big win at home in front of a big crowd, 40,000 people. Welcome back to the Don Pod. I'm here with Nathan for the second time this evening. We had a little bit of a rookie error. Uh, we won't say what happened, will we? Well, I didn't forget to hit record. I just forgot to record Nathan specifically, which okay, you could argue. I'm not worth it. <laughs> you're getting the better part of the podcast. But um, Hello, Nathan. How are you? Are you well? I'm good, thanks, Sam. How are you, buddy? Feels very unnatural. Because how we? This... How about us? We're fifth on the ladder, fifth, and deservedly so. Absolutely deservedly so. Um, this is just bizarre having this conversation all over again. Let's just do it. I know, I know. It's okay. We'll get there. Uh, as I say, 115 to 97, big win against very good opposition. It's important to win these ones at home when they come. So. Yep. Big game. I'll reel off some numbers and then we'll crack on into it again. Uh, plus 99 disposals, uh, plus 16 of which contested. We lost the hitouts for the first time in some time, minus 13, but for some reason that plus one clearances. Just lose the hitouts. Be done with it. Uh, plus inside 50s. Not really the attitude though, Sam. Plus five inside 50s, rather, <laughs> which again is a stat we haven't won a lot this year. Mm-hmm. And plus eight marks inside 50, which was 16 to eight, doubled their marks inside 50, which when you think they had the possibly still current Coleman medal leader. Yeah, he is. That he is, is a very leading good, the Coleman, yep. Very good result. Uh, in front of the sticks, Wright and Langford kick three, Menzi Martin, Guelphie two, Stringer, Redmond, Merritt, Kelly, Hobbs, one. That was a mouthful. Some weirdo goal kickers there. Mm. A lot of defenders. As we say, it was a very, very exciting first half of football in particular. And... Possibly the as good a footballers we'll see for the rest of the year. Who knows? What was your take? Oh, well, it was a very exciting first quarter, as you said. Um, we played some of the better football, very open, very expansive mm. sort of football. We we just seemed to attack. Um, it was not that uh, commentators made some hilarious comments about how the defensive coaches might be in trouble. Yes, having some stress related issues. Yep, <laughs> it was very. Like we actually that. defended okay though. Yeah, I was going to say that. that, that I felt like we defended pretty well. Like, they didn't. No. <laughs> um, everything worked really well for us. Our, yeah. our, who would you say was our worst player? Like in that first half, like we didn't have a bad player. Like there was, yeah. oh, in terms of possessions, I mean Stringer was pretty quiet, but he had yep. a couple of touches in the second quarter that were impactful. Yep, led to goals. So, yeah, a good all round. Yeah, and um, that was just so, like all the guys like you want up and about. Caldwell was having one of his better games. Hobbs, Hobbs had a great first Hobbs, half. Yeah. Like, Hobbs is really playing some very, very good football. Dropped off in that second half, I must admit. I barely, right. barely saw him. Um, but he was he was really good in the first half. Phillips was dominating in the ruck. I thought like a lot of those first quarter goals came from some really nice little hit outs from him down to Caldwell and Hobbs. Or, you know, Merritt was just dominating with the footy. Um Parrish was getting everything, you know, clearing the ball and butchering it on his way through. But, you know, like, and, and there will be some, probably something made of, of um, Parrish's disposal. Yes. But, you know, there was a moment, what was it, in the second quarter? When he, um, he, got, he got the ball, kicked it forward, butchered the ball. 
barely made a contest, but he got up to that next contest, smothered that again and got it again and kicked it to, um, I think, Martin, who gave it to Kelly, who kicked the goal. Yep, correct. So That was, that was hmm. three or four efforts after a really shocking kick. Yeah. Um, and I don't know people are going to go, oh, the way, but geez, I'd rather have, I'd rather have that. Yeah. To the way honest, he I wins want... the footy. Yeah. And I mean, and there might come a day where he's not the one making those kicks. It, it might yep. be that it's a handball to someone else on the outside. The Sardis. Yeah. Example. Correct. Yep. Um, but his ability to win the ball, I don't care if he hits every second kick. Uh, we'll well, but the thing is, he does hit some good kicks. Like, you mm, know, he can do uh, it. He, yeah. Yeah. He does. He puts the ball on his left a few times and hits targets. I know he he misses a few and they look at him, but it's just what you got to take sometimes. I think with him and and I'm happy to take it. And it goes back to that conversations about him and Redmond. And look, I think he's much more important as him. I want to keep both. I think they're really important. But if 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 I was if you said to me you can only have one, it's him. Oh, like yeah, it, sure. he, he's too important. I still want both. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, but. Just such an exciting brand of football we played that mm. first half. Like it was, everything was up and going. There was that that um, which we hadn't seen a lot of that um, like that handball, you know, chain of handballs mm. flowing forward, forward. or the yeah, forward handball yeah. they call it. What are they called? Forward handball. Forward handball. Handballs that go forward. what? Forward. Mm. Crazy. Mm. Um, there was a lot of that, you know. We we our forwards were leading. There was this thing where the forwards were leading at the football. There was a lovely kick from, um, yep. and this is something I've been critical on Perkins for: is the rushing mm. of disposal and just not making mm. the right decision. I think he hit. I think he hit right, who missed the shot. But geez, it was a yeah, yeah. beautiful kick, beautiful pass from a free kick into the center. Hit right on the lead. Might not have been right. I can't remember. On well, the lead, forty two. out. Which I was fascinated by was that stringer one, and I think that was in like the second quarter. Oh, he just bulleted it to yeah to right. That to was right. fourth quarter. That was at the end. Well, was it? Yeah, yeah that, that was, was phenomenal. Like I was like, why are we taking that kick? And he's just bang, boom. And, and the two Adelaide like, players absolutely yeah. grunged each other too. I was like, that was. And, but the forwards just looked good. Even Wiedemann was doing his thing. He he rucked a bit. He probably didn't ruck very well, but yeah. but Riley O'Brien's. A very good ruckman. Right, O'Brien is probably, I'd say, in the, the top five ruckman in the, 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 you know, in the competition. So, And I'm not going to argue that because you know ruckman. I know ruckman. Mm. Um, yeah, so, look, everything was working just golden. The defenders yeah, were beating their forwards. Like Ridley's, the Laverde against, you know, their matchups were all going well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great summary. Excuse you. We'll cover Sorry, a bit more man. of that in depth. Uh, as we go through, I want to reel off some things of interest to you as well. Mm-hmm. Was the biggest quarter against Adelaide for the season, and also our biggest quarter for the season. What do you mean, biggest quarter of Adelaide against for the season? As in the biggest score against Adelaide. We've only played them once. No, our first quarter was the biggest score Adelaide have conceded all oh, season right. at quarter gotcha. time. Sorry, you didn't question that the first time we recorded. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, just checking the second time. And it was also our biggest quarter for the year. Um, and it was the highest half-time score against... Uh, sorry, highest half-time score for us. Our previous best being gathered around against Melbourne of all teams. And it was the highest total score against Adelaide for the year. The previous best being 112 against Gold Coast. And it was about eight points off our highest score for the year. Hmm. Fantastic time to do it. And a little bit... Almost vindication that last week we were so positive. That we we played so well, right. we didn't get the result, but it was, yep. it was such a positive feeling once you got past the 
out and out heartbreak of the way we lost. Um, and the comment, commentators made a bit of a you know had a bit of a chat about that. How you know we could have come out a bit mm. maybe not negative, but you know a bit disappointed from last week's result, but we didn't. Did you see Zach Merritt's interview with Campbell Brown of all people after the game? Campbell Brown, yeah, um, no, I don't. Watch, uh, asked him about own. that, mm. and Zach said, "No, if we move on pretty quick." Yeah, which I know, like you probably say that, and you might may or may yeah. not. Bit of footy talk there, but they clearly did because they were unreal. Well, yeah, that first quarter showed that they they were like, yes. I guess they took the positive out of the game. Thought we were in that game, we should have probably won it. So let's get into this game and win this one, you know, and, and that showed, and they, you know, never let really the Crows in. No, there were a few. Well, they get to about 10 points in the second quarter. They got back into us. Yeah. And then we was... kicked a goal there, I think, to put it back to about 17 and a half time. Uh, half time, no, we're up by 37 and half time. What was it? We're up by 37. Oh, so it must have been the first quarter of them. And we, oh, yeah, it was the first quarter. Sorry. Well, they, we kicked a few, we got to about five or six and they had a two. They brought it back. And then they the kicked a few and we got it back out to 17. They points. didn't really get back within five goals until the last mm. yeah. six or seven minutes, which was yeah. still, you know, sort a bit of disappointing, but clench moments. The boys there. had shut up shop and gone home. Yeah. It's all right. We won. Who cares? Um, I wrote down a couple of things. I was taking notes because I always forget these things and go, oh, what happened? Or who was that? Mm. Um, my, my, they dwindle as I go on. There was not a single thing in the second half, but anyway, I got a bit too invested. <laughs> I thought what really set the tone was Merritt in the first thirty seconds. Yeah, made a tackle, holding the ball, yep. finds or handles off to um on lead. Yes, good call. On to Redmond who kicks a goal yep. straight away. And Merritt was that, like that all game. Really, it was mm. again. It was that and the smothering. I thought a lot of our players smothered. Parrish had two or three in the first five minutes. Guelphie had one in the, uh, our Ford 50 that was really important. Yes, yeah. Um, and I think they're the things that we want to see, aren't they? Like the, you know, that it's the... That, What's it's effort? Cliche. The 1%, it's the effort, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cliches. But it's required. Yeah, it's what expected. Yes, mm-hmm. good one. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, I should have brought this up with Parrish kicking conversation, but there was a moment in the first quarter where he's under pressure. We won the ball back just outside 50 on half forward, mm-hmm. and he's under the pump, got back onto his right foot, I believe, and kicked it to Langford. It was a hat kick for the most part, but it was to space. Mm. It let Langford run onto it, who took a mark, kicked a goal. Yep. We had, and that was symbolic a lot of the first half, is that we found space inside our forward 50. We had forwards leading or at least running to yeah. the ball. Um, Just, we went a little bit bomb kick in the second half, but... Although, in saying that, there were a couple of times when guys took marks at, I'm going to say 50 to 60, probably even less than that, and instead of just bombing it to that, Five to ten, they like there was one. Mm. I think it was we was it Wiedemann that oh, that passed off. When yeah, he sort of kicked one in and then Guelphy kicked the goal. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and that, I thought that's a bit smarter footy, like, like a shank. Like that's not always going to work, and you're going to look kind of silly when it doesn't. But I, it's a lovely thing when it does because mm. you're like, you know, we'll put it 20 meters out so they can't just fist it over, they have to make a contest, and some anything can happen in that contest. Yes, they can get the ball out, but also you can win a free or. Mm-hmm. As Guelph showed, you can snap the goal. It's important that too, because 
I can't. It was someone last week that I mentioned at the game. You got to know. I think it was Menzi. You've got to know your distance. Mm. There's no mm. point in kicking it to one meter yep. out, and we did it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, there's no point kicking it one meter out because they get their big defender back and go over the point line. Like it's just yep. a waste of possession. So yes, the kick from Wiedemann, any kick that goes 10, 15 out or boundary line and win the stoppage is your other yep. option, which Melbourne do a lot of. Um, I had a chuckle that in our back line, it was Phil Thorpe and Zerk Thatcher. And there was one moment when the commentary rolled with Phil Thorpe and Zerk Thatcher. <laughs> I did. I reckon I heard that. It was a very good, good tongue twister. Yeah, I'm here for it. It was also late on in the first quarter where Adelaide had control of the ball. It was about a minute left, and they made a switch. They went from sort of centre wing to middle, and they were coming mm. across the ground. And I thought, oh shit, just no red time, no junk time goals, please. It's such a good quarter. And the kick just wasn't quite perfect, and Durham just absolutely steamrolled their player yep. and won the footy back and that's we didn't score but that stopped them from scoring which his marking above his head is mental isn't it it's very 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 good for a guy his size like, i don't know exactly his height is 180 i'm gonna say like six or something like that 88 he's not massive but he marks a lot of balls like mm. that he shouldn't like he is we mentioned awesome. this dream time that was no surprise mm. he's very good at it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he and he hangs a bit too. He's got a bit of hang time. Bit of hang time. Mm. Hang time, Sam. Yep. <laughs> um, just I don't think I've seen us play such free flowing football. And to get the ball out of the middle as often as we did, and score. And Adelaide did it too. It was at yeah, one yeah. point it was like centre clearance goal, centre clearance goal, centre clearance goal. Um, but that footy's going to trouble a lot of teams. Like you know, like mm. well, you, you play that. It's sort of hard football. to defend if you you get the clearance ball and bomb it you know, or put it to a contested position within, you know, inside your 20 metres. That's hard. Any team struggles to defend that. Don't care if it's Collingwood or bloody, you know, Melbourne or whatever. That is hard to defend. As long as you can avoid Darcy Moore. Yeah. Or Stephen May. Of course. But that's when someone like Peter Wright is really useful because him and Darcy Moore, like, well, he can match him up right there with height. Yeah. The ball hits the ground. And then Menzies, and, you know, who was really good, I thought, in a couple Mm. of contests in that when they hit the ground tackling and whatnot. He's a bull. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was the second quarter that, that Darcy Parish follow-up because I've written it down. Oh, there you go. So you got your notes. That's thinking, why you I'm, have I'm notes thinking there. ahead, but I'm behind. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> thinking ahead, but I'm behind. I like that. Um, yeah. There's a lovely passage of play in the second quarter too where we had the ball, free ball possession on deep in our defence and we went one way. They went nap. Yeah. Couldn't find the kick. Went back the other way and got that little handball chain. Yep. The draw the player handball, draw the player handball, draw the player handball. And it was just perfect ball use all the way up the ground and right kick to goal. I reckon Ridley was involved in that. And he mm-hmm. was really good at a few of those passages of that, getting the ball out. And, you know, make... he's the player I reckon they go to in that half, that back six that makes good decisions. He's And his ball use is. Yeah. Possibly the best of the back six without thinking too much about it. Yeah. Um, that was one of the better passages of play for the year. And it's not just because it resulted in a mm-hmm. goal or whatever. It's that we were patient, but we yep. were in, we had intent. We went sideways. We had the ball we were looking for. We went sideways once. And went bang, we thought bang, it bang, out. Bang, we bang, just went, and then just yeah. went. We, we yep. worked it out and it all, it all worked out. But 
And so and, often and, we get a little bit stuck in looking back for the switch switch, the anti switch. Um, don't know if that's the right term. Double switch. Um, yeah, but no, they went. Better. They got the extra number, and that that football is beautiful. When you just can, oh, he disappeared. Look at the camera. Thank you. Sorry. Um, when you can draw the player handball, and you've always got that overlap. It's it's good, but you end up with a clean kick at the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought. I strangely enough, I reckon our back six max max matched up really well mm. with Zerk their. Thatcher big, was brilliant. Zerk Thatcher Zerk was really good. That <laughs> was really good. Laverde probably was best game in yes, several weeks. Very good. Got getting under. Um, I guess I Dodie again. It's not Dodie. That guy. Their we were player. talking about him before. <laughs> Don't literally. Well, I probably can find his name. No, and I'll find I th- it now. It's all right. Yeah, and I also Fogarty. thought Ridley. Sorry, Fogarty. Fogarty, that's right. Yes, and Ridley played a super game too. I thought he was mm. um, until he got injured, which mm. which that, is a bit that, of a concern. And we'll probably talk concerning. about that later. Yeah. But it looked a bit serious. The fact that he came back on, I thought, was a good sign. I reckon he could miss a few, but mm. it's not like end of year stuff. No which is what I was thinking at the start. We also yeah, played definitely. really well on Rankin, which I think for the most part was Kelly, possibly a bit of um, McGrath. We seemed really niggly on their mm. forwards. And there was yeah. a couple of times when like Lav's getting in Fogarty's face. I've got again. Yep. Rankin was clearly getting pissed off. Like we were getting in his face and mm. I like it. Yes, yeah. it can come back and bite you. But you back yourself to be better than your opposition. And if you can get under their skin, they're going to give away free kicks. Well, I, I, don't, I don't feel as though any of their fours, like Taylor Walker, who's the, as you said, well, leading Texas the Coleman. The scary one, yes. He only kicked two. Like, and they were not from... No. Like when you think about what the one was a snap. Hawkins did, it yeah. was the pack marking, the just completely and utterly too strong. Kick six and a quarter. Texas is yeah. a very strong man. Yeah. He didn't get goals through that method. He got the one kick on the lead, the goal in the last quarter, when the game was done. Mm. That was pretty... You can't really blame the defender for that. It was the free kick in the middle. Stop watching the cricket. It was a free kick in the middle, and he got hit lace out. All right. Yep. You're going to concede them. Yeah, yeah. So, it's um, fascinating, because we do play Geelong, obviously, this week. Good confidence with- for Zerk. Yeah, uh, with obviously the guys you just mentioned. So um, they will get Cameron. Cameron back. probably won't be back. I don't reckon that you concussion. Reckon? That's been two weeks now. It's a pretty fucking serious con- concussion. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he might come back, but uh, history from um, uh, guys with bad concussion has always told me that in, this is a fantasy thing. Mm-hmm. They never play a good game first game back after serious concussion. Like that's always an ordinary game. Look, if if we have to be with no oh god, English. Back <laughs> Thatcher. Um, if we have to be without Ridley, then being without, they should Cameron, be without Cameron certainly. Let's write him a letter. That a little bit. We'll send Geelong Only a letter. Say, excuse me, Geelong. Only fair. Um, Geelong. Ridley can't play. Can you please ask Mr. Cameron if he could just stay home on the farm and look go the find your premiership medal that you hung around a friggin' sheep or something? It was a cow, I think. Yeah, whatever. Dairy farmyard animal. Got off track then, didn't we? Um, yeah, we're already ahead to next week. On to the third quarter. 
which was fascinating because they had they all the us. play they and we defended. Killed us. And yet we won by a point. We won the quarter by a point. Yeah. Which it's good. I wouldn't want to make a habit of it. Uh but it, it's it seemed, good what was to... fascinating, I thought that our mental attitude changes in that game. Like we weren't attacking as much. As opposed we, to we came out with much more of a defensive mindset. And I don't know if that's a coach saying, okay, we can't play four quarters of that because, I mean, you, maybe you blow players up too much. Like, you know, there's a lot of running to play the way we played in that first half. So maybe they go, let's play a different sort, slightly different style and see how that goes. Because surely the coaches are still testing things out. Like, let's try this, let's throw that out there and see what happens. There's a possibility too that a, a slight air of inevitability in that Adelaide were going to come at some hmm. point. To... I thought felt they came more in that last quarter. Well, than they the third did, quarter. but they killed. Like they could have kicked two or three more in the third quarter. Yeah, sure. but probably. maybe it was a case of Brad Scott going, yeah, okay, they're probably going to get a run on at some point. So maybe we put one behind the ball. Maybe we just go a bit more defensive. Um, on that? Yes. The one behind the ball. Now, mm. it's clear to me in the last two weeks that Zach Merritt has been playing much more of that half-back role, which I suggested a few weeks ago. It's all you. Don't roll. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare, Sam. All you, obviously. Roll your eyes at me on this one. Hey, we got Peter Wright to the club, so that's yeah, we got Peter Wright, and I'm calling the Zach Merritt halfback okay. flanker. Um, which has really allowed like Hobbs and Perkins and Caldwell to play more of that midfield. And the positive, the other positive then is now we've got a really good ball user in that halfback line that's, you know, can split the eye of the needle and kick the ball. And Jesus. It's working user. really well, I feel, as in the last two weeks. Like the Port Adelaide, we lost, but it was influential in the game. This game, I thought he was really influential. And and a, a bit like what I saw, you know, taking that Collingwood sort of Dacos, how they were using Dacos as a ball user in the half-back line. You can't tag him. You can't throw a tagger down there in the half-back. It seems a bit silly. Well, we, and we've got the depth now to be able to do that because <clears throat> a year or two ago, you take merit out of that midfield. Well, yeah. They're just going to go hard on Parrish. That's right. Whereas now it's it's Hobbs and Caldwell and Perkins and you know Stringer can flow through there probably less so but he That's still can a big body. If the nothing. question I'll throw out then I don't know if it's too early is the shield. Is this rhetorical? What about shield? We need to talk well, about shield at some point actually. Well, we may as well be now. May as well be now. Let's be it now. Like I just can't. Like he came in again after that injury to Ridley finally come to his sore knee. He fumbled. He didn't do much. He he doesn't look at. He doesn't look in a place in the game. Like, you know, he's he's not. There's there's two things here. One, mm. well, I'm sick of having this conversation. I can't believe it's been like 12 months and we're still talking about Dylan Shield in the way that we are. Yep. There's two. Well, there's one question, really. Is he best 22? No. No. So. Is he best 23? Because. No. Well, this is what I'm getting to. Mm. So is he best 22? We agree. No. Is he a good sub option? No. No. Mm. So what do we do? Why? Yeah. I I get that he's high paid, he's high profile, but when you've got a team who you're having (laughs) such improvement out of Hobbs, Caldwell, Perkins, and you've got another guy, Sardis, who we're only going to benefit from being in the side. Not that I'm advocating for Sardis to be sub, but you're right. 
Mm. He came on and was sloppy and fumbly. And I can forgive him a little bit for that because it must be hard. Yep. As a sub, you're coming on, you've got no feel for the pace of the game. Yep. You're I agree with that. I think it'd be hard dry. Just, but... but that's where you want speed. Yeah. Because then if they can't... But he didn't, like, he didn't, like, what annoyed me was there was stages in the game where he was not running. Like, like what I expect a guy like him, if he's coming on late in the third quarter, early fourth quarter, is that you've got to run your guts out mm. now for a quarter and a bit. You know, like, that's your job now is to get up and down the ground. Like, just sprint. And there were a couple of points where he just point there, you get that one. You know, you go up to that contest, I'm not doing it. Yeah. He did, fucking hell, mate. He did make some nice tackles, but. Uh, did he? I just don't think he, like, he's not. No, he didn't. I think he didn't the sad register, point is that register. guys like, well, not sad. I think mean, it's great that Hobbs, Caldwell, and those guys at 50, you know, 50 games for um, Caldwell and what, 20 games for um, Hobbs are, are passing him. No, they're not. They're not passing him. Passed. They passed him. Yeah. And I'm, at the I'm, end of the year, say so if it was round one, 2024, mm-hmm. those guys are getting picked before him. If they're 100%. all fit. Yeah. Again, it's a little bit rough in that we're being he's being judged off a sub game. But, but he the just, reason he's a sub is because he's his footy's not up to standard. Yeah, he's not good enough to get back in. So yeah, I if we can have Dylan Shaw playing at VFL, I'm all for it. But I I just think the time's I think the time's done. And I think for us to be a better club, we have to make a hard call on guys like him. Like Okay, I'll go to another play, Heppel. Mm. In that third quarter, the number of times he stood up and did something really important. He like had about 14 touches. Yeah. I, there was one mark, I reckon, in the second quarter he dropped, which resulted in a goal, which was disappointing. It might have been Texas, have actually. It. That was Tex's goal. One of Texas. Yeah, yeah. That was disappointing, 100%. Mm. Mm-hmm. But that happens in games mm-hmm. of footy. Okay. But everything else he did was... Very, very good football. Whereas I think with Shield, like there'd be two or three moments in the quarter he played where he fumbled and didn't get the ball or didn't pick it up probably. I'm like, I can't have that, mate. Like you've you gotta come on for a quarter, you just gotta be bang on straight away. Yeah. You've got to I'll be impactful. fumble the first one. That's all you get. After that, you pick everything up clean. Yeah. yeah. You've got to have impact and he just hasn't he didn't have it last week, he didn't have it this week. And if he's not He's not a great sub, and he's not best 22. So, And if we were playing a team where we need him to come on and have an impact, he's not done that in two he's weeks. Not done that. Whereas throughout the year, we've had guys come on as subs and had real impact. Hmm. What do you think? Uh, Hind came on against yep. Melbourne and kicked two goals. That was amazing memory. Um, I didn't even know I was going to say that. How do you do it? Massimo yeah. came on against yep. North and kicked a goal, the winning goal. Yep. And not just the goal, but they influenced, like, they were an important part of that, you know, that quarter. They're quick, they're clean, generally. I reckon Massimo set up another goal. You're doing better than me now. Mm. Yeah, interesting. I think I have more faith that Brad Scott will leave him out because he's not good enough than perhaps what Truck would have, with your dog misbehaving. Hmm. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Truck would have brought him back in. Because it's still in Shield and yeah, the big money signing from seventeen years ago, it feels like, has to play. On that, what mm. what is his contract status? Dill is he one year left? Oh, I've got to turn the cricket off my phone. Uh, no, I can check. He's not known for thirty nine. Yeah, we're gonna lose. I don't know. Um, 
he's not out of contract this year, so I dare say he was out of contract next year. So but will that be? 2024. So he's out of contract next year, not a free agent. Yeah. But that's fine. Like if last year, if next year is his last year, then I would. <clears throat> well, that's just sorry. You're playing into your last year. You're not. You might be playing VFL a lot of it. You're not getting another contract with us. That's just certainly not happening. If you can find another club that wants you, go. That's going to be very interesting. If there's a delisting conversation, I don't think he gets delisted. He might be traded. Well, at the end of next year. Yeah, you're not going to. You're not going to delist him. Well, what wouldn't I? Well, you may as well get. Is he? You may as well get He'd a third, thirty odd. You might as well get a third round pick or something stupid, some steak knives or something. <laughs> nice and a plate. Oh, but like, he's yeah, what 30. we talk? He's thirty. Yeah, so we're, we're talking like a club like a North Melbourne if you want to stay in Victoria, a maybe a St Kilda. You go well at a club like that. I'm sitting here trying to think what other role could he play. There's no other role he could no. play. Really not. Anyway. He can't play. He's, he's, we've got too many half forwards that should probably be playing midfield. Mm. We've already realised that um, um, Merritt's playing that half back role very well. You know, as that guy that with some polish, you can go down there and do that. Um, he can't play anywhere else. He's 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 got a big yellow streak down his back that allows him that stops him from playing any other important role. It'll and I'm okay with that. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Let's see what happens. I don't think he's 22, and I don't think he's a sub. So, sorry, Dill. Mm. Now, on to some individual performances. We kind of glossed over that a little bit at the start. No, no, let's... Um, Big Dog Darcy, as we've talked about already. Um, oops, if I can get my screens all in order here. Mm-hmm. 39 touches, uh, six marks, three tackles, eight clearances, 600 metres gained... And a very good game of football for Das. Uh, Zaki Merritt, 39 touches also, a goal, four tackles, sorry, six tackles, four clearances, and 687 metres gained, which I would venture a guess that's the highest in the game. Yes, it is. Um, what a man. We've gushed over him more than, more than enough. Couldn't get the words out then. Uh, Pidge also had 31 touches, was great off halfback. Yeah, really good game, actually, from Pidge. Really? Yep. Yep. Uh, and our boy Rusty Martin with twenty-eight touches, two goals, uh, and three clearances. Just, just etching his name ever so slightly more into that All Australian. When he had uh, touches and two goals, is a pretty good game from a winger. He like, felt quiet. Mm. Which is but odd. <laughs> if you you said to someone twenty-eight touches, two goals on a wing, like that's a that's, that's that's our boy. That's, that's an influential game of football. It is hilarious how how we talked about the start of the year having not no wingers. We were just in desperate need of a winger. It was and and you and know Sam up Durham two very good ones. Yeah, well, Sam Durham and him are the two wingers we've got at the moment. No, I I still think Sam Durham's best position is not on the wing because I just he's that high marking of his. I don't know if he should be a half backer or like he's an example. And this is, I'm going to just throw this out there. Mm. If Redmond left, he could play that role really well. He's got pace. He can take a mark. If he was a defender, short. like he'd be a, if he was defensive, he could take marks. Like he can chase. He could sneak forward and kick goals. Well, he is the most, sorry. He really stopped tired. talking. It's, you it's stopped talking at the wrong after time. after 8.30, people. Sammy's yeah. a bit tired. Sunday night. I mean, I'm nearly 30. Um... He is the more defensive of the two wingers, clearly. Yeah. 
but he's got value everywhere. One for what? One for are we? Ooh. Who went? Uh, the the one that looks exactly like you. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> Duck it. <laughs> the big-headed one. Except I'm a lot taller. I'll have you know. Yep, but if, if he's got a head like you, he though. looks like a hobbit. <laughs> Did you enjoy the cameras panning across the national yeah. anthem, and that just went from Crawley <laughs> to no one <laughs> to whoever was next to him, Broad? Jesse looks sure. like you, though. Duck it. I'm not sure the logic of sticking yourself between Broad and Crawley when you're about three foot tall, but anyway. Yep, he's done it anyway. Anyway, yeah. sorry, people. Sorry, cricket's on. Everyone who likes footy likes cricket, right? Really? They kind of go hand in hand. By the time you're listening to this, you probably know the outcome, what but anyway. What? That's Bull. And that's not his name. What's his name? Mo Mo Moen Ali. Moen Ali. What did I say? Aliyah. Aliyah. Yeah. yeah. Wrong. We're I was thinking football. of we football Richmond. world. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Richmond. Don't try Port Adelaide. No. Aliyah. Aliyah. Place for Port Adelaide. Oh well, I was thinking, who's the Richmond guy with the beard? Play for us. Oh my god, no! This is bordering on insensitive. No, it's not. Now, Basher Hooley is who you're thinking Basher. of, but still, yes, it, yeah. Um. Let's go for Moen Ali is coming into bat yep. at three, um, which is fascinating. I want to put Ben Stokes. Well, he's probably yeah. Well, I, yeah, I would just put Ben Stokes in so he can win the game in five hours and just go. Ben, go out there and knock your ninety off ten. He's broken, isn't he? Anyway, football, 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 football. Well, we've actually ripped through quite a lot of that review. And I thought, given it's the day of the game, I really thought we would be waffling for hours. Well, well I think I think we get to this stage in the year and you look at a game like that and you think, yeah, we should have won. Like, I felt like... and as opposed to the Port Adelaide game last week, I felt like we were going to win this game. Like I thought, yes, we're playing at um, Marvel, which is a ground we should be, you know, pretty good at. I think Adelaide are playing good football, but I, I do believe we're better than them. I think, you know, our midfield's better, our forwards are better, um, defence is probably even. And I think that, you know, I think we'd agree that that's probably about how the game rolled out. Well, tactically from them, it was interesting not to replace Butts. 100%. Was that, that was defender. a weird choice almost. Yeah. Um, they probably backed themselves a bit more to win the ball in the middle and Which put that did. pressure on our defence. Because, again, they sent Dawson. Dawson played more like a sweeping half. Well, he back. went behind the ball in the second yeah, half. Which, yeah, well, that's all well and good, but he didn't... He had a he lot got, of football. Yeah, he got a lot of the footy, but it didn't influence the game. Mm. You've got to win the, the coalface, and they didn't want to do that. Yeah. Um. So I, I really honestly, I'm once the game the went in the fourth quarter, I was like... um. Okay, Geelong. Yeah. Well, let's do the votes first, and then we yeah. can have a chat about the Cats and sort of the rest of the year a little bit. You go first in this now, one, because I reckon I've done it for the last three weeks. Yeah, I'll go first, and I want... your votes are weird, so yeah, good call. Good. Huh. I'm going to give Merritt the three. Just Fair the, enough. The goal and Wrong, the tackles, but... and you gave Merritt three too, you donkey. Um. <laughs> I'm going to give Parrish two, 39 touches and eight clearances is a very, very, very good game of football. And, I mean, predictably, Rusty Martin with the one, 28 and two goals, very impactful, very, very good footballer. Now, give me your terrible votes, please. 
Oh, well, I gave Merritt the three, too, because mm-hmm. 39 touches. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good game of footy. Mm-hmm. I gave the Rusty 26 or 8, whatever it was, and two goals. It's just a phenomenal game from the wing. I don't care those stats. And and influential, yeah. not, not just the stats, but he... Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree. It's your, it's your number one that I take issue with. <laughs> yeah. And in the, in the comments, let us know what you think about this one. My number one, uh, one vote, Phillips. I thought his ruck work in that first half was really influential. His tapping to the midfielders was what set up Parrish's 30-odd possessions because he got the ball down in his throat and mm-hmm. said, take this, mate, and kick it that way. And I, I, I'm going to say this. I can understand why Parrish should have given, I should have given to Parrish, but I think that at some stage you have to sort of, you know, it's like the Clubman Award. You have to sort of say, look, mate, I've you, given out plenty of those votes in the past. Yeah, yeah. I'll admit. You're really influential in the is, game. This is a, a stretch even for you. You oh. and the Ruckman Alliance. But at the end of the year, um, Andrew Phillips isn't winning the Don Pod Best and Fairest. So no. It's and if, if Parrish loses, Parrish Parrish probably. Two votes, I'll apologise <laughs> for this one. <laughs> Parrish probably isn't in the conversation. Yeah. He's missed so Parrish, if you just year. want to write in. Yeah, yeah. let us know, Dust. Us and um, yeah, you know, I'll I'll personally ring you back. And apologize. He's going to leave the club now because of this. You realise? Well, Nathan, if he does, Nathan, again, I'll vote. ring and apologise. Nathan, give me a vote. I'm out. Yep. Got 39 um, fucking possessions. I still can't get a vote. Mm, yeah, interesting from you. I am fully supportive of the almost pity vote, though, in that he was very influential without being brilliant. Again, yeah. it's okay. Yep. Pretty, did I give a vote to Wiedemann last week for that? Actually, yep. Does it generally? I reckon you gave a vote to someone a couple of weeks ago. I just think, like, I, without I Draper... Phillips last week, Jesus. Yeah, without Draper, I thought Phillips had played a really good game. Mm. And How good a vibe was Draper on the t- on the sideline with the retro hat, the puffer mm. jacket, and the friggin' headset on? Do we assume he's away again next week? Well, it'll be interesting because Phillips is having a week off. Yeah, for that bump. It's yeah, you're very, right there. very, very silly bump. Um. Yep. I'm more than happy to see Brian in the side. I'd, I was never supportive of Brian rucking alone. But well, Geelong aren't a great rucking combination. Could be the making of the man. Anzac Day 2009, David yeah. Hill goes down with an ACL and Paddy Ryder wins the Anzac medal. Name a child after him. 14 years ago. Well, my son's 13. Fair enough. <laughs> Good maths. It all checks out. Yep. Um... Right, well, on to Geelong then. So, hypothetical scenarios, first of all, just to get excited. We beat Geelong at the Cattery, which, by the way, while it's being renovated, can we not just play these games at the MCG, please? Have we only, ever only been Geelong at the been, Cattery? Uh, probably, well, not probably since the 90s. I don't care mm. about going there. That's not my issue. While you've taken out half the seats, play it where people can go. For mm. God's sake. I agree. If they were playing Gold Coast, yeah, play it down there. Yeah, but this could potentially get 60,000, 70,000 people at the G. So. I'm not arguing. Anyway, say say we get ahead of ourselves for a minute and we do beat the Cats. Yep. I think we're in a better position than what we were earlier in the year to do so. Then what? Are we Are we talking, are we still thinking top, Six, does it shift a little bit to, well, Melbourne are actually a little bit precariously in that top four. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. is wild from us, getting very, very much ahead of ourselves. But... So we're one game off Melbourne. Correct. And percentage. So essentially yeah, and, and pretty decent percentage too. It's like 20%, which yeah, we're never that's... catching. Like that's The Basically top four teams have got us by a long way in percentage. We do play West Coast, though. Yeah, but we're not going to flog them. At the late the point of the year, it's a lot of percentage. Anyway, anyway, let's not worry about that. Uh, we're one game off Melbourne, two games off Brisbane. No, three games off Brisbane, isn't it? No, two. Yes, you're right. Three. I what do I know? Before. Can't do maths. <laughs> I looked at it already. Um, I don't know. If, I don't think we're a top four team, so I don't think. No, that's neither where do I. I but yeah, I think you're right. I understand what you Melbourne aren't playing good footy. Would be, no. I think, what your point is there, is that they scraped They're over vulnerable. against. Yeah, they did. They scraped over on the weekend against St Kilda. And... I didn't think they looked very good at all. So if we play Geelong Saturday night, Melbourne play Brisbane. On mm. Friday night. So you're saying that Brisbane will beat them? So we could theoretically, hypothetically, potentially be... Equal on points. Level fourth. No, well, we wouldn't... We still can't pass. And then they play Adelaide. In Adelaide? No, gee. But... Oh, yeah, no, they'll beat Adelaide. I don't think we need to worry about it. I don't think we should worry about what no, other teams know, are doing. but we've... How long since we've been in this position? I think my point is, if we beat Geelong... And I will hold my hat on this. If we beat along, we will win, I reckon, maybe lose one game after that, and that's the Collingwood game. Yes, and that's the Dogs, North, West Coast, GWS in Sydney. And a Sydney game. Who are flying, by the way. Is it Sydney in there? Sydney at Marvel, yeah. Sorry, I missed them. We'll beat Sydney in Victoria, 100%. Uh, Well, 98%. And then, yeah, Collingwood at the G to finish off the year. Home game, potential to be humongous. Imagine if Collingwood stopped Carlton making finals last year and then us yeah, this don't year. Say that. that was a real opposite from we could finish top four, wasn't it? Yeah. I think, though, I honestly believe that. Whereas I think the reality is that we'll lose to Geelong because yeah, they have the wood over us. And then the games against the Bulldogs, the Sydneys, the GWS. Well, the dogs. The, the dogs is very. The dogs game, if we lose, becomes very interesting. Well, again, we said this. This is what I said last week. So we beat the team above us, which was Adelaide this week. Mm-hmm. Next Just. week we play Geelong, who, although are below us, probably a better team. If we close to them, and then we play Doggies, who will probably be above us again the week after that when we do play them. And then we'll play GWS, who will be very close to us, and Sydney, who will be a fair few a fair few games, to be honest. So we've got a great test over the next three or four weeks to find out where we are. If we win most of them, you know, say we lose one, the, the, G, the Geelong one, then that's – we deserve to be in the eight, and we deserve to probably beat the St Kilda's, the Western Bulldogs, or the Adelaide if they're in there as well. Mm. It's going to be interesting, and – I don't remember us. I mean, fifth after what round seventeen? Yep, that's astronomical. So it's a bit redundant to say, but we haven't played this good of football. We haven't been this, this good of football season. club this late in the season mm. since two thousand and. And normally, yeah, normally what happens is we start to run out of petrol. Something goes wrong, like we either are fully injured. And maybe the Ridley is the start of this. And that's you know, what like, my brain went. Oh God, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe next week it'll be McGrath and Merritt Don't and then, you know, even and we'll bring be... it into the friggin' universe. Yeah, yeah, but that's, you know, if that happens and we don't make the eight or we do make the eight, at least I'll go, well, I know why. Mm, true. But if 
if it doesn't happen and we keep winning, then I honestly think, and the first time this year, I honestly think we will knock some teams over in the top eight. Mm. As long as we're not playing Geelong at fucking Gemba in Goomba, round one. please. Goomba. 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 Oh, Goomba. Isn't it GMHBA? GMHBA. Yeah, but Goomba's a thing. You know, Mario, it's the little, is isn't it the little potato things on Mario? They're Goombas. You know that more than me. Don't I don't really. Okay, anyway. Back feet firmly planted on earth, lid firmly back on. Geelong at GMHBA mm-hmm. um, is a real, real test, a real issue for us. No VFL this week. So no, yeah, it's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit shit. No Sardis to get excited about or anything. Or we're, no, f- we're going to so assume. Who comes out of the team? So hang on, we're going to assume that Phillips and Ridley. the other guy Ridley are out. Yeah, Ridley won't play. Surely they won't. Like, I hundred percent. I reckon he's out. That obviously the AFL tribunal will make that, the decision a on Phillips, but he's got him high. Yeah. That's I'm not yeah. even going to begin to imagine it's anything. But yep, that's fair enough. So Brian has to come in if Draper's not fit. It's Brian, which or is Draper. fine. Yep. And who covers Ridley? Is it Baldwin? Well, it has to be Baldwin, yeah. Or is it a Montgomery? Do you get it? No, it has to be Baldwin. You want that extra marking body. sort of option, mm. and especially against Geelong. Um, the only thing you can hope for is Geelong that it um, Cameron doesn't play, um, but Cameron probably will. I don't think he'll have his best game of the year. Two weeks off concussion now. Yeah, two weeks off concussion. You, you wouldn't think the guy's in great form. Probably got a little headache going. Oh, probably oh, kick oh. seven. But anyway, yeah. Mm. Um, Amazing how we can go so negative. So it's, it's really gone from we can win the flag to, geez, we're shit, we're going to lose. It's Well, it's, it's, it goes from we can win the flag, but we can't beat Geelong. Who are the reigning premiers in complete yeah. and utter isolation? The reigning premiers at home where they don't lose. Well, yeah, that's exactly. They, they, I think the only team that beats them there is GWS. Yeah, exclusively. Yeah, so maybe, maybe we can just kind of, call like, Adam Kingsley and go. Oi. It's like playing Brisbane at Brisbane, or back in the day, West Coast at West Coast when they were really good. Like that, they're hard games to go over and win. Like Geelong just came Geelong. off steamrolling through um, North Melbourne, which is no effort really. Let's be honest, but they made it look pretty easy at you know half time. Yeah, I I think. It's winnable, and I wouldn't have said mm. that. We played them there last year or the year before, certainly yep. not something I would have said then. The style of footy we're playing, our ability to, and this is a very Brad Scott trait, our ability to remain in the contest, to not... Even get back into the contest after back, being knocked which, out of it for a bit. Yep. No, we got back in the contest against Port Adelaide, who are equal best yep. team in the comp. Um. We were competitive against Collingwood. We should have beaten Collingwood. I'll still say that. Yeah, that's, so I don't disagree. We beat Melbourne, and we were okay against Brisbane for a half, and then really probably let ourselves down. But we're capable. We're a capable yep. football team for the first time in a long time. So on that spiel, I'll get your tip. Uh, I'm going to go to the Bombers by four points. Oh, I can't deal with another close one. Don's by fourteen. Hmm. Um, Peter Wright to kick seven, and love it. Darcy Parrish, Darcy Parrish at his old home ground to have forty-one. His old home ground or his new home ground? Well, he's, <laughs> he's he grew up around the area. I'm sure oh, he played he? some junior football in that ground. Yeah, okay. Uh, Jai Caldwell to have midfield masterclass with thirty-five touches. Oh, 
I do like that actually. And and merits have seven thirty eight off the halfback point. Yeah, okay, sure. That's probably more realistic. Yep. Well on that bombshell. No more wickets? No, still one for Spalding No Ball. Yeah. Well wide delivery for four. Jesus Christ. I'm glad I'm not watching it. Drives mm. me insane. We're trying to bounce out the top order again. There's just some point you have to. We talked about this last week. Line and length. For the love of God, it's yeah. worked forever. Especially Scotty Barland is in the team. Like, that's his hallmark. Just top it off. It's not rocket science. Top it off. It can get wickets occasionally. Mm. Fucking shit, apparently. Well, shit gets wickets, mm. but except it, it costs I've made 30 runs on the way career. there. Oh, shit gets Whereas wickets. top of off doesn't often cost you 30 runs on the way there. No, true. All right, anything else to add from today, generally speaking? You bought a PS5 and you got a VR I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. We were good. Mm. We we are not now a shit team. And Insightful. moving forward over the next few years, we will not win a flag this year. We probably won't win a flag next year. But I'll tell you what, 2025. It took me a second too, don't worry. Yeah, what, what year are we in? Uh, we will be one of those top teams. Okay. What a lovely lukewarm sentiment. We're not, we're shit so this year, we're shit you know, next year, but the year after, we're golden. If you're planning on some holidays, next year, good time to go. Mm. Not the year after that. Seriously, us winning a final is basically going to feel like a grand final. You know what I'm going to do? One year, in the next few years, I'm going to go to every football game for a year. You aren't. Yep. You're just not. You haven't been to one game this year. That's the, that's the sort of thing I'm going to do. Okay. You heard it here first, Nathan abroad. It's not abroad, I'm just going to stay. Well, it's abroad the... from your hometown. We're going to leave the state, hmm. right? Nathan interstate doesn't quite have the same ring to it. All right, let's wrap this bitch up. Maybe you can VR it now. Ooh. Mm. We both bought a PlayStation VR this weekend, into completely independently of each other, which is quite strange. Because we're, we're so losers. Um, anyway, moving on. Oh, sorry, you want me to finish it? Okay. My my apologies there. Do you want to host wrap next week? Do you want to host or no? Um, thank you for tuning in. I'm sorry we didn't do any socials this week. There was just no time between the game and then recording. But we'll be back possibly up next Sunday night. We play on Saturday night. So Yep, we'll do a Sunday night. Nice, quick, quick pod. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you and go Dons. Go Bombers.